Episode 14, sponsored by Be Health Conscience. Fellas, what's going on, man? Nah, ma, nah, ma, man. You already know what it is. Rashad came in with the Soldier Boy this morning. <laughs> just sitting in the group chat, just just wilding out, but we ain't going to discuss that today. Turn my swag on. Oh, he, yeah, he got a mixtape that just came out. Taking it back. Oh, yeah, with, with Bow Wow. Yeah, with the, Bow Wow. The, the Watch the Throne. The Watch the Wash the Throne They both wash He said watch the throne <laughs> oh. <laughs> This is Bow Wow's last album right Whatever I, Well I mean His last album was supposed to be I think like 2012 Oh Yeah like I mean oh, it, was, yeah, yeah, it was a while It was a while ago When he was yeah. like I'm retiring from rap And that Nobody was the whole Twitter responded. thing yeah, yeah. Oh yeah no, That every, was this every, year Yeah and then everybody yeah. responded With roasting him <laughs> Which mm. he deserves Yeah All right. right. <laughs> anyway um, Let's get into the Ben Simmons That's our first topic man We got five topics as usual uh, Let's jump into Ben Simmons And his comments about the NCAA uh, as a as it uh, we, we all know about Ben Simmons number one pick Philadelphia Sixers he's out till they're you know they're gonna say January but we all saw what he went through last year going to LSU he didn't want to go to class said his GPA was barely met the requirements of a 1.8 the that definition was, of yes. a student athlete the, de- the, the true definition of a student athlete um, and he as a as an Australian coming over here, and he, sp- he did go to high school, let's not forget, in Orlando, I think for a year or two. But, I mean, he's pretty objective. So he's coming over here thinking, what is the issue with the amount of uh, the demand that athletes are required in, in college and then what's actually being given back to them for their services? So for him, he just spoke out in a documentary that came out yesterday on Showtime. I watched like half of it. Uh, I need to catch the rest. But... Uh, and even in that, there's a scene in it apparently that he was at Walmart, swiped his card, and then he wanted to get cash back, and he couldn't even get cash back because he didn't have twenty dollars in his on his debit card, which we've all been there. Um, but for an athlete like himself, he's thinking, "Man, I'm doing pretty much like the basketball program is all in my name at the moment because it's Ben Simmons. Is I mean, what he, LSU before then was nothing." But even him just being in that situation compared to other student athletes, um, like a Shabazz Napier, I don't know if you guys remember that. He came out last year, said something similar, which was, uh, I went to sleep many times without eating. Um, that was when, when he was in UConn like three years ago, two years ago, three years ago. Um, Shabazz Napier. No, Shabazz Napier. Lil, oh, Shabazz Napier. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. LeBron's guy. LeBron's guy. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, yeah, but he, and he said similar you know, things that they didn't have enough money. Jabari um, Parker said something like that Jabari too. Jabari did too. He was like, he's like, we only get one snack after games or something like That's that. That's really, you got wow. you got these big kids, and you have these small, you got these small like budgets or whatever they're doing with them. So, mm. I mean, do you feel like he was in bounds, out of bounds for the comments, or you think he's just telling the truth? Like, I mean, that, we we had this uh, discussion and debate on uh, on the Signals podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the the, the way. Uh, yeah, the, the the way I feel about it is, you know, college athletes they get stipends if you didn't know out there, America audience. Um, they get stipends for every road game and all that good stuff. And it's like you could do what you want with the money, right? You know, they give you the scholarship, full ride, all books, all you know, meal plan. If you want some more money, you can say no to the meal plan and then learn how to manage your money, and you can make it work if you know how to manage money, like. Yep. That, that that's the thing with me but a lot of these kids don't know how to manage money because they're kids and I understand that but like if you didn't get enough from college as Ben Simmons said then why don't you just go overseas for a year and, and play overseas for a year like why don't you just go back to Australia after you finish playing American high school basketball like yeah. I just I yeah, don't yeah. understand it like you don't think it's as deep you don't think me. they're not they're not putting forth the effort as they could to make I, it work I feel, I feel like Ben Simmons is like he knows his worth and he doesn't think that he's getting the fair amount of pay or, you know, recognition or no pay at all, you know, for his services in college basketball, American mm-hmm. college. So if you knew that going into college, American college basketball, why didn't you just go overseas and make money for a year? Like, I, I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel. It's one of those issues where you like you said, you know, how come they didn't just decide to just go overseas like to, you know, whether it be to back to Australia or whether it be to somewhere in, you know, Europe and, you know, because, you know, the NBA has become such a, you know, such an international 
league that really in many ways shapes and forms you know you can you know you can very well definitely you know get drafted i mean a lot of international players they come and they come into the nba but but you know on the on the whole thing of the you know about college athletes i mean the way that they are so just pumped up especially someone like a ben simmons like like if you're a if you're a basketball star on a on a division one at a division one school you're basically running that campus essentially in so many ways shapes and forms because you know you're the big star on the big team and and you know so you know one would think that there have at least had to be some sort of recognition into it and you know we've heard this from a lot of college athletes that they've said you know these you know that they said these types of things but but you know i just you know i just feel as if you know that they're they're getting some sort of recognition for what they do. I mean, yeah. they say certain things and you know about you know sometimes about what goes on behind the scenes, but they're getting noticed. They're getting you know some sort of recognition, and the biggest recognition that they can get is from NBA scouts because they're at their games and they know that if they put themselves in a position to where that eventually they can get drafted into the NBA, that's when the big bucks, of course, start flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even you hitting on both of y'all said the international route. Which is like we all saw when Brandon Jennings did it. He was pretty much like, in a in a sense, the pioneer of it because everybody's like, this is a, a sure top ten pick. Decided to go over to uh, Spain. If I'm not had a terrible experience. I think he averaged like a like a like five points a game or so. It was very little, and he said it helped him actually grow up though, going over there um, and be able to manage on his own. You know, he washed his own clothes. He managed his own money. He was pretty much and and that system over there. It works in a way that. They make sure you're independent enough. That's why you see a lot of international guys that come over here. They're they're solid, man. When they get over here, they're already pretty much ready. I mean, Ricky Rubio and uh, Paul Gasol. I mean, Marcus. All these guys that come over here, it's you can tell the maturity level when they get over here. It's it's a totally different system. And on top of everything yeah. else, when you go international, you also become exposed to a different style of play as well as different cultures. Yeah. That's what's so different from just staying, you know, from just staying in North America. When you go overseas, you can become exposed to the, you know, to the cultures and customs of other countries instead of just staying into an, Amer- an American yeah. Canadian type of box. And they don't kiss your butt over there, man. I, they no. Said, there's, I've they heard don't. numerous, yeah, a lot of guys who go over there say, no, it's not, you're the best player on the team, but you literally are being treated like, I mean, we say that here, but that doesn't happen. Like, we, that's starts in like peewee football man if you're the best player on the team you're gonna get treated differently but over there they don't care Uh, going back to this even with Simmons there's a guard at at a, I don't think he's a forward actually at Wisconsin Nigel Hayes who he was holding up a sign you, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that with I'm a broke athlete at uh, college game day yes at college game day Nigel Hayes was and he's been pretty at, you know uh, adamant about this issue here uh, tweeting out that the Big Ten has made 450 million but his scholarship is only, only $160,000 there has to be an issue there there's a problem there there's a gap um and so there's a lot of athletes now feeling this like whole, you know, this this liberation of like, I'm just going to say whatever I want about this issue. Now, we never had athletes do this before. So I think it's becoming more of a um, uh, it's more of a topic because they're shedding light on it, which is good because it's kind of like if they don't speak up for themselves. I mean, it's never going to it's it's just never going to get the envelope pushed on this one. I think the Northwestern lawsuit, I think the attention that was received with the Northwestern, oh, I yeah, think yeah. that really that really started. Like a lot of players, they probably thought it, but they didn't necessarily know how to say it. Mm-hmm. But they probably they probably were emboldened by what happened with Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that changed a lot, and and, and I think since then though. But see, like the, the attention for it has died down ever since. Mm. I, I just don't think that the spotlight is being put on it enough. I know there's a a former football player. Um, as far as the cases go, but as I know there's a former football player, he's a Rhodes Scholar, and I saw him. He's been he's been very um, he's been going to NCAA and talking to them. I mean repeatedly, but he's I feel like he's not getting his just due. I can't remember his name at the moment. The dude from Florida State is it Florida State guy? Like yeah, that, yeah. Because that's the the last uh, football player I remember who was a Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, that's him. He's been yeah. he's been one that's been he's very educated and he's very well. Um, Educated on the issue, and he's been, you know, pulling for the athletes and and whatnot. Uh, but for Simmons' case, it's just like it's it's hard because also it's this is a guy that's one and done once in a you know long lifetime, really not lifetime. I mean, my, it's my, like, my it's whole tough. thing is like if you don't want to go to class, if you want money, 
Why don't you just go overseas? No, I, you can. He could have went overseas and, and just skipped the whole year. You go overseas, you come here. That's your year. You don't have to enroll in anything. But he also went to school here in Orlando. I don't know if that was a factor because also if you remember. I don't know if you know, but his grandfather's at LSU. So I think when all that recruiting stuff was going on, well, I mean, he was being. I mean, told, but I mean, but he's you're, you're 18 years old. You know what college is? Yeah, he doesn't. Well, Come he on. didn't know. He didn't know. That's why he said, let me go ahead and try it out. He's been, look, you're being fed totally different views that, hey, go to LSU, don't go to Kentucky, make your own name. This for him was like a, it was another marketing tool. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like, because right. it's like, hey, Kentucky was coming after him strong, but he's like, let me go to LSU and prove how great I really am. So he, he just didn't educate himself. He did, exactly. He didn't, I mean, and I think. So, I mean, that sounds like Ben Simmons' fault. It is his fault. Even ooh, when he ooh. didn't go to class, it's his fault. It's not the coach's fault. He got mad when he said that comment, he got mad at the coach for punishing them for not going to class. And he's like, why should I not? Like, I'm about to go to an NBA. Remember, is, uh, remember Ezekiel Elliott? Nah, uh, not Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, one of the quarterbacks, Cardell Jones. Yep. And oh, we, yeah, we, Cardell. We, we yeah. <laughs> why, why do we have to go to class? We play football in that class. Well, they make them, their schedules are centered around, they're pretty much a, like an, a full-time athlete like literally right, like right. they don't well, like two jobs yes two jobs like they don't mm. even think about when they get with these tutors and whatnot like it's it's a conversation and i've been told by a tutor that work with athletes and they even work with rj and our at georgia state and i have a lady i work with at my job who works with alabama players in the 80s and the 90s she was like man it's it's tough to get to keep their attention man they don't yeah. care they're tired like they don't care they're not listening they just want to see hey what do i need to do to pass and get by and it's well, it's I like mean, the honest that, that, truth. That's how I feel as a regular student. There you go. So if you, <laughs> if you feel <laughs> as a regular student, yeah, that, that, that's that's a whole nother discussion exactly. about college. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, no, no. It and the American education system. It's not. It's not. I mean, the, the system is not set up. If you want a job, you have a job, two jobs, or whatever. Even a job or outside of it, dude, you're gonna be tired regardless. I mean, right. you guys, you just it doesn't fit. It's just the way it's set up. It doesn't fit. But that's on. That's what Ben Simmons. Let's get. A word from our sponsor. Now, if that doesn't make you want to work out, I don't know what will. The A-League believes in fitness, which is why we're excited to say today's episode is sponsored by Health Conscious, founded by personal trainer Ja'Cory Green in Atlanta area. Be Health Conscious is a health promotion and health living organization striving to improve health through sports, fitness, and nutritional training. He offers sports strength and conditioning, group fitness, and personal training. He can be contacted through his website, BeHealthConscious.org, or his Instagram, Be health conscious or you can contact him directly calling 404-545-5773 his video commercial that we just ran will be posted on the a-league twitter check him out man um let's get on to our next topic about cam newton is he being a crybaby is cam newton being a crybaby last week he made a comment that well in the press conference that he wanted to talk with the commissioner saying that he wants to have a conversation about the hits that he is he is receiving. He thinks they're late hits, they're uncalled for. The refs are not throwing any flags. Um, and for me, I don't know. I seen, I watched yesterday. There was about ten to fifteen clips of Cam from last season, mm-hmm. even when they were winning. And, and this dude was getting some punishment, man. This is, and we didn't even see it. He got zero roughing the passer calls last season. If we, if you guys wow. look it up, zero. And he only has one so far this year. I think we're what, like six, six games in, seven games. Uh, hmm. Eight. The, games? the Falcons are what, six and five, six, six and, three? and three. So never mind. Six oh three. shoot, nine games in. Nine games. I'm, I'm way off. Yeah. Oh, so no, like nine, well, eight games in because that's a Thursday night game. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, eight yeah, games yeah, in. Yeah. Eight games in. Eight games in right now. Um, and and I think and. That sense, it shows you that they look at Cam as a runner. I mean, that's period to me. I don't think, and Vic went through the same thing. Vic used to complain in Philly that, yo, I'm getting hit extremely late, and you guys are not even thinking about calling a flag. Um, 
I mean, these are head hits, body, I mean, low hits. The one that happened last week versus Arizona was Calais Campbell. He got fined for it finally, but he went straight low, man. He said he couldn't help his momentum. I get that sometimes, but you still got to get called for the flag. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can't, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Cam, he also was having a, well, they asked Ben Roethlisberger, because I think we think about Cam and Ben. Right. And in that sense, Ben told him to pretty much suck it up. All right. And I don't know wow. what you guys thought about that in, in a way because he's like Ben's like yo I've been dealing with this for years like pretty much welcome to the club. I mean, but Ben Ben gets called for it at least sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes. Like to, to to say that Ben Rossler uh Rossler whatever Rossler it can't you know doesn't get hit too. It's like it's crazy. I don't know. I, I, I but I feel like the the issue with Cam is is way is way out of line. It's gotten out of hand. If it was Tom Brady, if it was uh, someone who's not a traditional runner, then, you know, then they'll be penalized and suspended and fined Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And it's like, what does the NFL really care about? Because they don't care about domestic violence off the field and all the issues they had there. And they don't care about uh, concussion protocol and all that if you're a runner like Cam Newton. So what do you really care about, NFL? That's That's a a real good question. That's a real good question. So I just feel and plus you also got to kind of wonder if some of the you know, if some of this is just sheer frustration on the part of Cam on the part of Cam Newton, because the Carolina Panthers are not necessarily having the best of years, especially coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. So one has to wonder if Cam Newton really is, you know, if all this that's going on right now and if this even goes back to when Cam Newton had that I guess unceremonious press conference after the Super Bowl, where he, you know, where he pretty much, you know, walked he did, off, he walked, yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. lambasted him for it. So one has to, you know, one has to kind of wonder if there's some there there. Mm-hmm. But you know, go, you know, going back to, you know, going back to Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, you know, he's a pre- he's a pretty big dude. He's been in the league for since, you know, he's been in the NFL of since like oh four, oh four, exactly oh yeah. four. So you know, he he knows, but you know, he kind of. You know, he kind of, I've seen some games, he kind of gets star treatment. Yeah. He kind of does well, get the, the, star the, the, He probably wasn't answering, I mean, answering any questions because he got hit so much. He couldn't think straight. Wait, what you just ask me? <laughs> no, what? Jer- Jeremy, you on, man? Is Jeremy on? We're trying to get Jeremy on the phone. Hello? Jeremy, what's good, man? Jeremy's in. Yo, we talking about Cam, man. What's happening? Oh, man, the whole thing with him running to the commissioner, man, that just made him look weak, honestly. <laughs> oh, I mean, God. Yeah, I mean, it's not because he wants, I understand he wants to protect himself, but, you know, he just, that made him look weak, man. The way he went about it, and, you know, he's already been labeled a, a sore loser. All this is going on, you know, when they, when the Panthers are 2-5, and five, you know. I, I don't think all this was going on last year when they were 14-1. and one. And as far as I've seen, he's been hit just as much Last year, as it was this, as it's been this year, which probably is more, he's probably been hit more last year because mm-hmm. he ran more last year. Mm-hmm. So you didn't hear him complaining last year. So why are you complaining now? I mean, I understand where he's coming from. Some of these hits that he's taking should have been penalties, but you know, it, it was Andrew Luck is taking some licks that I've seen. I was like, why aren't they calling this? And he, he hasn't run to the commissioner and said. And basically, tattletailed. I mean, this <laughs> looks it looks really weak, and it's. It comes in a bad spot, you know, where they're two and five, and he's not playing well. The team's not playing well. It almost seems that things, when things aren't going his way, you know, he tries to make excuses and tries to blame it on something else, or just find some reason to be like, you know, two, two or three weeks ago, he wouldn't even talk to the media. So, you think it's, uh, you think it's like, a, it's similar to Odell. But Odell said he isn't he isn't having fun anymore. Remember a couple a month ago, Odell said that, and Cam said the same thing. I'm not having fun anymore. You think it's you think it's those two are, are pampered to the point they get a little bit of uh, they they lose sight of what the sport is really about and what it comes with because this is what it comes with being a quarterback. Hey, I'm gonna say the same thing I said when I said when we talked about Odell, man. It's it's fun when you first of all it's not fun losing. I Never. respect that. It's not fun losing, but you also. Talked yourself up like you were this iconic figure and this supremely t- Cam's a supremely talented player as as Odell is. Yes, so definitely. you know, I mean, they well, but also he's at a position back it up, and now they're they don't they they're crumbling under their own hype and their own pressure. You think Cam Cam's coming from a I think a more protected position though. He's a quarterback. 
And I think right. in his sense, he's thinking, well, remember the Brady rule that was created like a decade ago when they went low on Brady? He missed like half the season or I think, I think he, he missed, missed, like, the missed the whole season. He missed the whole season? He missed the whole season. He missed the whole season after. And that was pretty much called the Brady rule. After that, the whole league changed really in that sense. It, yeah. So what we remember. So they're pretty much, you can't lay a finger on them. And he feels like you guys are just kind of letting me get blasted out here. I mean, is it really that out of line for him to want to uphold the rule of that was that Tom Brady started. I mean, I can't, I can't get mad I, I at a guy for that. I think it's like a Shaq thing, you know, like in, in the NBA, how Shaq okay. and Dwight they they couldn't, they can't get every call because they're so big. Like Cam Newton is so big that you yeah. know they can't call every single thing yeah. against Cam, or you know when they do what they do to get Cam to the ground. But you know, at a I certain mean, point, you have to draw a line too. They might really think he is Superman. That's probably why they do this. <laughs> like seriously, I mean. I mean, Andrew Luck is just as big, but he doesn't yeah, need calls either. Yeah, he's like, a big you don't boy. see him complaining about it. Like, now, if, if he had gotten a couple quarterbacks together and been like, okay, well, me, you, and you, we're all going to go up and we're going to talk to the commissioner, or he would have had somebody else come out and back him up, or, you know, just some other support instead of it just being him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it really just looks like he thinks he's being singled out when in reality, I've seen Matt Ryan take hits. And I've been like, where's the flag? I've seen Andrew Luck take a pounding. As big as Andrew Luck is, he's been beaten and battered for it since he got to the NFL. No, he I, have not heard, I have not heard him complain once. So, and even, and play, go ahead. It's football, man. It's, it's football. You're going to get hit. So, right. this might be on Rivera, too, though, Coach Rivera, Cam's coach, for the fact that, I mean, the running plays, he might need to reduce them. But this is what Cam is. Like, he can't. This is like when we went through with RG3, right? Then they say stop the calls with him. Uh, even though he kept getting hurt, but maybe he stopped ruining running plays after his first year because he got, you know, we, we all saw the injury. He's never been the same since. I don't think yeah. Cam will have that problem, but he might, Coach might just need to reduce the play calling for, for Cam, uh, quarterback draws and all that kind of stuff because um, as he's getting more and more of this attention, it's going to get, the punishment's going to get worse because I think defenders just, they, they want to hurt him. Somebody like Cam in the media like that and all the attention he brings to himself, it only gets worse. So, I mean, from here on out, it's not like it's, I don't think it's going to get any better. The commissioner is probably not even going to listen to Cam, to be honest. <laughs> but, I mean, it's worth at least the try of him wanting to speak with him. My thing is, I have, like I said earlier, I don't know if you heard, but even Vic, I brought up the Vic thing that happened a couple years ago in Philly, and nobody really listened to the Vic when he was taking all that punishment. So I was like, I don't know if it's a size thing, but I, that's a great point, Rashad, about the size, about you bringing in Dwight and Shaq. But I saw the same thing with Vic, and they didn't care just because they just labeled these dudes as runners. So it's like Cam's never going to be looked at as a quarterback. Like I mean, Kaepernick, they... they uh, Runner remember, too. Yeah. I mean, but they called it. Like, remember the, the NFC Championship game, at, uh, like 2012, uh, the Falcons, like, touched Colin Kaepernick's chin, and uh, it was like a rough in the passer. And then they dragged, who like... Matt Ryan's jersey or it was like uh, Roddy White's jersey yeah yeah they held Roddy White on that fourth down play oh yeah they did yeah, right they did right where UGA lost the season yeah. I'm sorry Jeremy <laughs> that wasn't even necessary <laughs> you okay man look we, we sorry about the about the leg the calf man how's it how's it feeling <laughs> oh man it's it's, it's, it's getting better but you know this. wait hold on for, for those of y'all that don't know <laughs> me and Jeremy was at the gym this week I had to shake him up real quick, give him that two piece. Oh, you, you, know, you sauced him up? <laughs> yeah, he, he out for the uh, for a couple weeks, you know. So <laughs> he got a Jerry, is that in. really what happened? Is that what happened to your leg though? He, he got you got snapped. <laughs> he he snapped the ankles, man. No, that's not what happened. That's not the true story. That's false accusations. Oh wow! I'm trying to trying to do a little flag football, man, and you know. He thought you thought you was Antonio Gates. You thought you was out. Wait, what happened? You thought you was Antonio Gates. Huh? You thought you was Antonio Gates, man. What happened out there? Oh man, uh, I just caught a pass, caught a pass, man, and I went to make a cut, and you know, it, it grabbed on me, and <laughs> went to the hospital, man. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you have a torn calf muscle." And I was like, "I thought it was a cramp," and it just, you know, kind of, it never went away. So, oh man, dog, this, oh, the, oh, these. Man. The story, Rashad, look, Rashad, I wouldn't be laughing if Rashad wasn't hey, laughing. Hey, we I'm, want you to I'm heal sorry, up, man, man, but hey, man. Oh, well, we just can't I'm, believe I'm not, it. Hey, I'm sorry to hear we that. We might need to, I guess it's time for us to retire, man. It's time for <laughs> us to retire. That's it, man. I think we in the, the wash category now. We we turn it. Like, I ain't playing ball no more just for that reason alone. Just to hear your story, I don't want to even get hurt. You know, I'm going to stay away from sports now. Oh, man. Jeremy, we want you to heal up, man. Definitely. Yeah, get, get better soon. Oh, I'll be, I'll be back, man. I'll be back next week. We'll be back. All right, man.
Appreciate the call in. Yo, so next up, we finished with Cam. Now let's get into a topic that Rashad seemed to to really want to talk about, Little Wayne. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Otherwise, you know, I was just trying to act like he didn't exist, but we're going to talk about Little Wayne right now. Go ahead, man. What what you think about Wayne saying he doesn't know who Black Lives Matter? So I I saw like people were talking about little people have been talking about Little Wayne and Black Lives Matter for a couple months now, and you know it, Little Wayne supports Black Lives Matter. Little Wayne doesn't. Eric posted a video uh, of Little Wayne saying Black Lives Matter. Yes, he's a fact. At a concert, facts. And they, there's an article. It's like Little Wayne's one of the best songs is about racism, and Katrina. Police, yeah, yeah. He talks about all that. He tells about all of that stuff, and I, I don't know. I'm really just I'm confused about what Little Wayne thinks. When, when I saw the the last Twitter video of uh, the interview, where he's like, uh, you know, if Black Lives Don't Matter, then I wouldn't be up here rich. And the cameraman, he said that on white. Fox too. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like the cameraman white, and he he filming me. Duh. He recording me. That's because such- I. He said, if black lives don't matter, how am I rich? How y'all make me a superstar? And then and then he said, Wow. He said, he said, I matter to my uh B words. Yes. And, oh yeah. And yeah that yeah, that yeah. was the line where I was like, okay, dude. That's a tap dancing at, you know. Like, really. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the tap dancing dude. Defense. Yeah. <laughs> a white dude filming you has nothing to do with what's he going said, on in the he country. He said, I matter to my B words. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just and let he, that sink in. And he he giggled. We uh, we, I, we have a clip with with Dave Chappelle. We gonna run it real quick about celebrities talking about social issues. Yeah, man, they would. But I'm like, for real, why why you care so much what the Dixie Chicks say? They're not like they political scientists and nothing. They just bitches that can sing good. You know what I mean? Stop worshiping celebrities so much. Just don't listen, pay attention. I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule, was on MTV. That's what they said. They said, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja's thoughts are on this tragedy. Who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, nigga? This is ridiculous. I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now. You think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my God, this is terrible. Because somebody, please, Find Ja Rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Where is Ja? Have me, Ja Rule. And that's that's Dave Chappelle's honest opinion, which I think we all should feel like it's little way. Yo, side note, yeah. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, that's next week up. on SNL. Yes, that's gonna right. be November twelfth, man. That's gonna be dope. They. Uh, for me, I mean, for Little Wayne's comments, it's like, you remember Trick Daddy a couple weeks ago? Yeah. What he said about black women? Yeah. I just, I shrug, man. Like, I don't care. It's just what I expect from these two. It's who they've always been. Wayne has been a celeb since he was 13. Right. He was in a club probably with a fur coat on, <laughs> popping bottles, standing on top of booths. Like, he's been living it up since he was, like, 13. So it's like, for him, reality is he doesn't get nothing. Right. But Baby's been his dad for real, like his real father. Mm-hmm. So he's been sheltered his entire life. I mean, like, dude is just, like, ignorant to everything that's going around. Except when Katrina happened, then he's like, oh, wait, I'm now I'm upset, you know. But other than that, I don't care. When it care. happened, of course, to When it happened to him. him. Right, exactly. Yeah. When it happened to his hometown. Yeah, he didn't care. And like you said, the Black Lives Matter yelling and all that. I think he just, that whole, if you listen to that chant when he was saying it, yeah. the one I posted, it was like, he was, I didn't take it so like I didn't take it seriously. I posted it because in two reasons, just like. I think he was making like not a mockery out of it, but light of it. Yeah. And he was saying it for like fun. Like he was jumping yeah. around, screaming it, yelling, it, smiling because it was like, all right, this will win over the crowd. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know, go look up that that clip though. But he's he's very excited to say Black he Lives Matter. Five. Yeah, like stop, man, Wayne. We don't want to hear from you, man. The last thing you had, what's the last thing Wayne put out? Uh, the the joint album with uh, two chains. The two chains. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and even then, I didn't want to. I was kind of. He was kind of on the decline. Yeah. At that point, he's yeah. Been decline. Well, I mean, I, I never liked Wayne personally, so I don't think I'm the person to ask. Yeah. Well, nobody likes Wayne anymore, and I think you know, y'all generation definitely don't care for 
Yeah, a couple, a few years. No, years, no, years. no, that's, that's think, not true. They don't care. Y'all don't care. Uh, all, of my, all of my friends like Wayne. Really? Like, like the old school Wayne. Around? Oh, they like the old Wayne. Like, okay. Like, like yeah. Carter 3 and all that. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Carter 3 was when he hit like, his peak. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, true, true. The, the like, build up to that album, I remember because I was, you know, I was in high school yep, around right, the right. Yep. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, everybody was talking about it. I'm not that young. Yeah. Oh, please. Can we play that Young Thug clip too? We have Young Thug talking about, he asked a question about what he. What do you think needs to be changed in the way that black men are policed in America? Lead that up with the critics and the laws and all that old shit. We having fun, we iced out, we having money. That's how we doing it. So you feel like it's not the artist's place to speak on social issues? No. <laughs> well, there you go with Young Thug. His honest opinion, look, you can be mad at him. You can, you can say whatever you want, but what do you expect out of Young Thug? It's the same thing with Wayne. Isn't, doesn't he look up to him anyway? So, right. I mean, but Young, yeah, Young Thug, is he pretty much um, gives us the license to never ask these type of uh, artists about what they think about social issues. Like, ask Common I, or I, I really, I really, to Live Quietly I really, or Chance or, Chance or Kendrick. I, I, I just feel like— Don't ask these dudes. I feel like a part of being an artist, part of being an entertainer, your your only job isn't your job. Your job goes beyond. You know you're supposed to use like your talents and abilities for the greater good. I th- that's what I. But just, these dudes barely use any talent at all to get to where they are. It's Wayne? just us. We're the machine that's pumping them. Wayne, it's Wayne's, not Wayne. Oh no, no, not Wayne. Yeah, no, Come Wayne's on, not. No, no, no. no. But not, I'm talking about not, thug. Not I'm thug, talking about thug. 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 Yeah. I mean, but still, but Wayne's thug. been. I, I told you about Wayne. He's right, he doesn't right. know what reality is like. He's, right, since right. he was 13, he's right. been. A, it's just totally different for him. Right. Go ahead. I mean, oh, no, no, you said what I said. No, I mean, for them, it's just like I don't, I've never expected anything out of them. Um, And even going forward, like I wish, like Nightline, I don't know why he had an interview with Nightline in the first place because it's like apparently this has been an interview that's been in the works for like a couple years. But the the thing, uh, like what what we were talking about with uh, ESPN, ESPN, they're always bringing in Birdman. And like I didn't. Why? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, One of my colleagues pointed it out. He's like, Makes me mad that they always bringing in Birdman. <laughs> he can't talk. He's just making black people look bad. That's man. what I'm saying. He's right. sitting there rubbing his hands together, not answering questions. And when Dude you, is just, I mean, I don't want to go on. I I don't want to do that. I was gonna go on the rant, and I I want a job. Hey man, just let it. Just pull up from forty. Let it. Let it go. Just <laughs> I, say it. I want a job. You want a job? Want go a ahead. Job. He want a job. Rashad want a job. <laughs> Dog, I don't look. I mean, even. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have an opinion about it. And even if it doesn't agree with a lot of the majority of how black people feel about living in this country, I don't think we should be scolded by it or whatever. But have an actual thoughtful answer. Don't just say, act like you don't know what it is, which he might not have because you know he's on that lane. But don't act like you don't know what it is just to try to uh, come across like um, you're completely unaware and it doesn't matter. It's not that it's obviously not significant enough that you don't acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like that's what he tried to do in the interview. He said he got mad because the interviewer asked him about his daughter and a question she asked about lyrics to his music saying, what if somebody used those lyrics and, and called your daughter that after she said that in the interview, he completely switched and he got mad. So he said he just got mad. That's why he said the thing about black lives matter. I'm like, well, why you got to talk about black lives matter? Dog? Like change your lyrics then. I mean, start using so many similes anyway. I hate that. Yeah, uh, the the uh, okay, all right, that's a bit. I mean, but without Little Wayne, there there would be no Childish Gambino. So, is that um, true? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't. Uh, there wouldn't be no th- Childish Gambino and Little Wayne. What you what? Similes <laughs> like Childish Gambino was heavily influenced by Wayne when he started rapping. Heavily. I've never heard him and thought about Wayne. I've never heard. Childish Gambino song They're totally they different they, they, Well yeah. I mean But what this is Childish Gambino I do did it Dun 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 Like a rocket da, 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 And then Wayne <laughs> I'm a different Like a rocket Skate yeah, oh, And it did Like a skateboard But his voice is just like <laughs> Exactly <laughs> like, That's the thing I mean, like Wayne's the, voice the, Changed the over years. It did Gambino was heavily Metaphors and By Wayne And Kanye so, I can see the Kanye thing. I, I mean, can't see but, the Wayne th- I guess the Wayne, I can, like yeah, the similes. Like that's all he did for yes, like the did. first couple of years of rapping. Wayne like worn out similes and metaphors and all that good stuff because he yeah. went. I mean, every mix. That's why he got burned out so as quick. He had a good three year, four year run. But after that, I, I can't see the Childish Gambino. I got, I got, I got to listen. Well, to you, I mean, well, I know you you're his son. You, you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't even have to listen to it. Just, just like watch one of his interviews where he's talking about him. He's talking about Wayne. Okay, all right. Well. 
even even going forward, Lil Wayne um, fired his publicist after <laughs> after that interview. He they tried to get Nightline to not air it, but uh, that was null and void. So mm. uh, Wayne, uh, best of luck to you. Just don't talk about these things, especially if you're on that lean. Weezy F, baby, and the F is for Black Lives Matter. There you go. Oh, look at that. You switched it around. Nice. Next up, let's talk about Luke Cage and black superheroes. Yo. Man, it's been a year of the black superheroes. Tomorrow, actually this weekend, Black Panther's having an open cast. If you guys are in Atlanta, it's in like Dunwoody somewhere. Check it out. It's on AJC or it's a couple of websites. They have the address for it. And they want you to come in there in African clothing and... uh, Attire and everything you have, sandals and the incense and all that good stuff. You gotta stuff. be African though. You gotta be African now if you wanna be in this thing. So, y'all check that out, look it up. It's gonna be pretty cool. But Luke Cage has been going. Have y'all watched Luke Cage this year? Or a little bit? Caught a little bit of it? I have not, but I've, you I've heard about it. about it. You already know about him, so his yeah, superpower. I, I know of about it. Nobody, he's just, he. you can't shoot him up. His skin is just, you know, rock solid, bulletproof. Luke Cage, Black Panther. Um, who else do we have here? Static Shock. I'm just naming like a couple that I can off the top. Uh, Blade. I didn't know Blade was a superhero. Was a black superhero? Like Blade. Blade's black. Yeah, no, Blade. Yeah, yeah, Wesley Snipes. Oh, but like okay, I didn't okay, know he was right, a superhero. Right, yeah, he's a superhero. Yeah, I didn't like, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm no look. Like I thought he was just fly. like some so just some big up action figure. Exactly. Right, I didn't right, know he was a superhero. Blade. Apparently, he was like. Like created in the seventies, and I was like, "All right," but then kind of like a uh, uh, what Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator deal. Yeah, well, like, uh, like you know how I don't view him as a superhero. I don't view Terminator people view him as a superhero. superhero. No, but I'm saying like Blade and Terminator are like the same thing, right? Well, well, Blade seems like not, he seems more. Well, no, you know he because they're both like immortal. Yeah, yeah. So all right, well, they're never mind that killing people. Yeah, and all that good stuff. I don't know. But y'all looking forward to Black Panther, though, that's coming out? This Yo, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. My, Michael B. Jordan, man, he's on a run. Let, let that man get his money, man. Oh, yeah. Get no. this run in. But uh, I'm just excited, like, for... Su- We're like, seeing we, more we, black we had, superheroes, we, man. We, we, we had this talk a couple yeah. weeks ago about, like, just the media and, and black people and stuff. And so, like, starting from a very, very young age, if, you know, we don't think about it as kids, but if I see superheroes that look like me like you know it's it's a subconscious thing it's very very deep implanted in us from like birth so if, if i see nothing but white men as superheroes or a white woman as a superhero every now and then more than i like i think these are my first black superheroes yeah that are not that are not like, looked up as like B sides. Well, you well, know, like we're yeah. always like just a supporting like, yeah i remember uh disney channel like had Falcon. a black superhero movie yeah yeah they did disney channel they did, did. But that was Disney Channel. I yeah. mean, we're talking about actual movies here. All the actual movies have white men. So. I'm a huge Batman fan. And it's like, but I, as I got older, I was like, yeah, I mean, I still love Batman. Like, that's my favorite. But I was pretty much had no choice. Like you're saying, yeah, you turn right. on the TV, I saw Batman movies, Batman. My first, like, favorite Batman movie was Batman Forever. Toys. You know, I like toys, Batman. So it's like you had no really much of a choice. Right. Some of these stories, and then, you know, the stories that for the, a lot of the, the black superheroes, I think sometimes they make them. It's just it's it's, it's actually pretty insulting. Like I I looked up one uh, that to me was easily like the best example. Um, who was it? Who was it here? What's his name? Let me get it. Let me get it. I found it here, and it was okay. Yeah, superhero. The origin of Africans Batman called Batwing. So pretty much he's supposed to be Bruce Wayne's parents but instead instead of his parents it's not even funny but instead of his parents I, I can't because it's so crazy it, it's, it's like it sounds like the uh, the value version of fruit, Fruity Loops <laughs> it's like those knockoff cereals it sounds like Loops <laughs> yeah um, you have the parents instead they they got AIDS they they got AIDS and they died and then he's just left to like fight for his village the, the black what? the black yes Batman the black Batman the black Batman's parents his look parents it up got AIDS they had AIDS and died come on bro isn't this isn't that so funny he just happened to have AIDS she had AIDS and she um and then apparently he ended up him and his brother got drafted as child soldiers unbelievable alright oh. watch they woke stay woke and he terrified he was good at it didn't forget okay yeah so yeah boom so 
that to all me, that, and that all happens the a lot. Stereotypes in yes, one paragraph, all and just capture one. No, except for the the scamming, the scamming stereotype. This, oh yeah, we about, don't have that. Oh, yes, that's, but that's yes, for Nigerians. Yeah, that, scamming Nigerians. Uh, y'all Nigerians, y'all. That's that's a knock on y'all. Anyway, look, my thing is. That's the only thing that can be corny about it Because even Luke Cage's I love it And I love the whole Harlem feel to it Yeah But some people took it as It's too black And I was like Well whatever it's, He's a black superhero So you have to incorporate Those elements into it But at the same time You don't want to come across As like damn Like You're just Our only story of, of Fighting for justice Is like Fighting drugs in the neighborhood And, and, cra- <laughs> and crackheads Like if Luke Cage <laughs> Gonna swing on a He's that, gonna fight a crackhead said, I, uh, Remember the, the Donald Glover Going back to Donald Glover <laughs> <laughs> Remember the joke he had about uh, about Superfly? Yeah, cause, no, because he uh, all right. So you know he was telling the story about how people wanted him to be Spider Man a few years ago, and then uh, so he said, "Man, oh no, it wasn't Superfly. It was Shaft." Mm. He was like, "Well, if Donald Glover's gonna play." Uh, Spider-Man, how about we just have Michael Sarah play Shaft? There you go. Yeah, my <laughs> right. And, 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 he was, and then he was Yo, saying, he was like, how is Shaft the, the, uh, just the only black superhero? Like, yeah. Like, white people get someone who could fly, who could do this, who could do all these things, and black people get, and we get, get, a, get a pimp <laughs> that, that backslides <laughs> black slides his prostitute. That's, <laughs> exactly. That's really it. Know. And then, like, like you were saying, we got him, and I guess pretty much here is Blade has been the most popular. Right, right. That's really it, though. Right. Like, for the last... Like I said, Static Shock earlier. Yeah, we but got two now in the same year. Wait, oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did. So, so it's progress. It is progress, man. Little by little, baby uh, steps. Falcon was in it too. Falcon wasn't he in when the Captain America movie? Right. They said Captain America had the most black superheroes in one movie, like in like film history. Right. Much. And yeah. we were talking about um in, in a group earlier about Proud Family and uh, That's So Raven and all yes. that. Yes. Oh like, yeah. Proud Family. When I was a kid, I didn't realize how like how big of a deal it was. Like it's like an all black cartoon. I didn't see it like, either. I didn't feel it either. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah, get it. yeah. No, I didn't get it either. Like yeah, as, that's so as true. a kid, I just watched it and I liked the show just because. And like yeah. it, it's a show that the whole family liked. Exactly. Like you, you know what what uh, Eric was saying. He was like he didn't really like that's our Raven because that's our Raven's doing a spinoff. Just a background if you didn't know. Uh, and he's like I didn't really like that show from the beginning. I didn't. Yeah. That that's our Raven. I liked as a kid, but it's like growing up, I don't really like. Like it and my my mom when she watched it she didn't really like think it was that funny. It didn't seem but, like but a like black. proud family when the whole family watched it the whole family laughed at proud. Yes, family. it was funny. Right, yes, exactly. and it has exactly. jokes that we all can relate to. And yes, this exactly. was like and like you said we don't get like that's a national televised a black family cartoon right. like that is un and then they let us get away not away they let us incorporate <laughs> a lot of stuff that they wouldn't in a lot of other TV shows. Remember there was an episode about the MLK the civil rights there was an episode of proud family like that where they they talk about like. Racism and all that I'm like It didn't hit me then I was yes, so young I was yeah. like But now I'm like Yeah I remember that episode It was just a show Yeah it was just a show Yeah right. Which is probably how it sh- Eventually it'll get to the point Where it's just It's just a show It's just a show Where Luke Cage isn't like Luke Cage Or it's right. like The get down isn't The get down Yeah yeah It's, it's just the get down <laughs> The get down <laughs> The get down Community parks and right Exactly Pretty much No no for sure Luke Cage thing is cool to me Just because the He's bulletproof And I think like To me the whole symbolic thing of I thought it was pretty cool seeing that and him and Trayvon Martin. Like he had the hoodie on that was like Trayvon. He had all the bullets and it didn't kill him. Oh, and he yeah. like let somebody. He let like Method Man wear. That. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, that was pretty oh, cool. Oh yes, man. you know yeah. what I mean. Like so. So I do know something about the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. It's a good show. I, I, I'm gonna check it out. I'm about to finish Parks and Rec on Netflix right now. Then you know, I'm going I've, to, I've to always stayed away from Parks and Rec. I never got on Parks and Rec because I thought it was like The Office. It, it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I was like. Eh. I mean, but The Office was like my favorite show ever. Yes. Yeah. My man, yeah, my man, exactly. and, and, I, and I watched, I watched it already, yeah, like three man. times. So it was like you know, the, the Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec. Okay, hey, just right in. It's, I mean, it is similar like humor. So and I they they predicted the Cubs winning the World Series. Are you kidding me? In 2014, I'm dead serious. Parks and Rec did, yeah, because uh, the last season is they're going. They just skipped forward to 2017. So they they're walking around Chicago, mm-hmm. and then uh, she's like, "Yeah, the city's pretty nice, you know." Uh, Everybody's just in such a better mood now that the Cubs won the series. Wow. Oh, man. Serious. Nobody's, I, I've never seen anything about this yet. I've never is, seen anybody. Yo, tweet that out. You know, no, well, no, I mean, it's, it's been a few people that, 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 that okay, yeah, they made it. stories about it, but it just didn't really get that much traffic. Attention, yeah. yeah okay. I got like two retweets on, on everybody's page, four retweets, six retweets. So. That's dope. What? Wow. Yeah. But, I saw but, some I, tweeted some guy predicting the Cubs winning. Y'all don't know if y'all saw No, it. no. They okay, said that was so, fake, though. Yeah, yeah. They, they say you can make fake tweets. I didn't know this. I'm about to do it. But, but, but yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but you could go back and like change 
change the the year and all that, and, oh. put the, and actually post it as an actual tweet. Oh, I did wow. it. I found that out the next day. That's Cause, crazy. Because they're like, that's fake. It's a website where you can put how many retweets you had and everything. What? We should make one of Obama saying that we're like the best podcast two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that'd be dope. Let's like I want to check out that. these dudes from the ATL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know. We're like, oh. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's that's the black superheroes, man. Those are it's been a great year for that. Like, that, like uh, you guys were let saying. me get in the White House, Obama. We we got a couple months left. Bring the, bring the A League up there for a dinner, man. Oh, that we were. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Oh yeah, cracking jokes with Michelle and all that. That'd be dope. You, you got to put uh, Bo up because I'm allergic to dogs. But other than that, we good. How old is Bo? I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, they, they, it got him when he first got in office, so eight years old. Oh, wow. And then I think oh, he dog, dog he years, yeah. eight eight to times seven. Is it seven? 56. 56. Look at that, boom. Yeah. He's 56 mm-hmm. years old. Wait, wait, wait. Is this, I thought it was eight times four. No, nah, no, nah, it's seven years, right? No, you asked. Seven, seven years? years? I thought you multiplied times four years. I, I thought it was If it's seven eight years. times four, it's 32. If it's times seven, it's 56. I don't know. Hey, keep saying either way, I know it. Y'all, y'all let us know, know what man. it is. I just don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. I just right. don't know the dog bit. That's sad because I have a dog and I don't even know. So. <laughs> you don't know how old he is? He, I know he's six months. That's it. He's yeah. Six months in human years? And, and no, in... In dog years? Yeah. No, in no, dog- human years. I'm okay, sorry. yeah, because you, you don't know what dog years is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got this whole game messed up, man. All right, look, let's talk about the finale of Atlanta, baby. Atlanta finale last Tuesday. That was fast. It was, right? Ten episodes in. That means we've been doing this podcast for a minute. Because we started when they first got, On. like, the first episode, yeah. I think almost. I think we did kind of, or like the second episode. We were yeah. right there with the beginning. And I know next season we all want longer episodes, but not too long because you don't want to like kill the, you know, the excitement for the next. You know, you don't. You got to keep some things out of it. So keep us guessing. I and think keep a forty it short. minute, forty minutes is good. You can't get forty though. You got to get an hour. I don't yeah, think it's yeah, in, in between. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean. Like, mm. I don't but, know. He he's really bent the rules this season. He did. It was everything about Atlanta was. It was just the randomness. The how. Together, everybody was. It's like, and, and even in Atlanta, just being here, you know, it's like this. There's like this awkward sense of I don't even know how to describe it. Like when I'm when you're here and then watching it on there, I'm like, all right, I can see that happening. Like here any at any time like I don't know like the circumstances are like the club, this can happen shooting outside the club and yes with the invisible car that can happen skirt <laughs> I was like that can happen here like the dude's like yo you can't get back in VIP unless you had the band on and oh, Darius yeah, is like yo right, I'm, right, I'm right. going home said, like that's said, Atlanta he said uh, I got this red band and this purple band uh, does that get me in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, you, you need the yellow band. Nah, man. bro, I don't remember you. Like he just like, no, you just saw me, dog. We dapped up and everything. Hey. I don't remember you, dog. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly that's it. here. Yeah. Like that's Atlanta. I don't know. Um, I guess you want to talk about the last episode? Or you just want just in general. Well, I, well, favorite favorite moments of this. Oh season. man. Um, go ahead. I got this. Is it's too much? I mean, every episode had something. In it, I mean, you had the band episode, which was funny as heck. I mean, we had dude from uh, Retrospecto from yeah. Twitter when yeah. he said he was a, yeah. he said, <laughs> he I identify as a thirty-five-year-old white man because <laughs> <laughs> it's just that easy. Had that <laughs> and all the commer- the black commercials we did, like that, that, the dude at the gas station yeah, who didn't yeah. have no. Oh, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey, that, that episode was that that uh, that tripped me out, man. That, that was, was adult, it was some adult swim type stuff. It was. Yeah. I think the, the greatest thing about. One of the greatest things about Atlanta was it had that Boondocks. I think I've said it before, like vibe to it. Like Boondocks was always yeah. pushing the envelope. And it just made yeah. a mockery out of everything, like social nothing norms. Nothing was off limits. Nothing. Yeah. It was yeah. like nothing. That's what I love about Darius' character because he pretty much goes against every social norm. He right. was like shooting dogs, and it's yeah. like they're mad about him shooting dogs. He's like, why? It's a dog. It's you want me to shoot a human? That's even weirder. Yeah, like, oh, the Justin Bieber, the Black Bieber episode. <laughs> Black Bieber, wow. Black Bieber oh, one, yeah. dude. That, 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 was like that was good. <laughs> all these things, the Juneteenth one, which was oh them in the sleigh, like that era. Irrit- and then we all, I, I don't want to speak for everybody. No, go ahead. We all know a white person like that. Yes, that's like Craig. <laughs> that's like over the on the DL they would. We all know a white person like over that. the top trying like, to make his like. Is this one white kid man that that I talked to uh, at, on on campus at Georgia State, and he was like, "Yeah, my first mixtape cover. Actually, I'm gonna be wearing a daishiki." So first of all, he was God. making a mixtape. 
second of all, he on the cover of the and then he was like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna study the history behind it and I'm gonna rap about it. <laughs> See, and I'm like, oh, bro, that doesn't mean I, I'm like, like Twitter, you are not safe. That's like dress. He they think it's like dress up. Like, oh the, man, I can be no, black for a little the, bit. The thing that I'm that I was trying to get to him that he didn't really understand was no matter how good your rapping is and no matter how much you push that message. Even if you make it 10, 5 years down the line when someone's like, yo, did you hear Q's mixtape? And they're like, oh, uh, the OG Bobby Johnson dude? they like, nah, the white dude. they like, oh, the dude that wore the dashiki Exactly. On that that's all you know you for your music. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. So, so why do you want to pull a stunt like that? And Just be Paul Walls. We, we, all, we all know white people. Like oh, that, my man. God. It's over the top. Mm-hmm. They get in your face and, and they're really trying to let you know, hey, I know I know where Egypt is on the map. It's or, like, or, I like, know you're good struggle. for you. <laughs> it's like, dog. I did. I mean, it's, that's great. I mean, I appreciate your, you know, willingness to want to accept it, but you don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're, you're never you're be black. Doing a little no. bit too. You're, you're over exactly. the top Maybe with it. You're doing man. the most. <laughs> that one and him ending on, yeah. him ending on like um, that last episode. When he decided oh, to yeah, say no to yeah. uh, Van and say no to Paperboy, as far as them wanting to stay with him, I right. like, stay with him that night. He's like, "Oh, right, you can stay, you can crash here, man." He's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Like, I think that was great as far as him finally like getting out of that comfort zone. Right. Like he had a, this whole series. He had a comfort. He can go sleep here, go lay whatever. Right. And it's just like, nah. Now he's trying to like do it on his own. Because right. I don't know if you remember, but I didn't. It didn't hit me that he's a he's a dropout, Princeton dropout. In oh, this, he's a Princeton? Exactly. He's a Princeton dropout. That's his backstory. Ern is a Princeton dropout that came back home. So he moved back home. Wow. They're trying to figure I out his way. Yeah, so it's like, I, I knew he was supposed to be 19. What? Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be 19. Get out of here. You, I'm like, yo. Is that real? Donald. Donald. Yeah. <laughs> is that real? Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Donald. Yeah. Someone can be Yeah, Donald's not 19, dude. I mean, no. that's not believable. I'm not enough. 19. There you go. They ain't believable. <laughs> I, I look 19, though. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Babyface assassin. You like right. Steph, yes. Right. <laughs> but um, no, I was surprised with that ending there with him saying no to both. But I think it was the best decision, honestly, because it's a real like the whole ep- this whole season they've kept it real. Like they're not trying to pluff off anything and make it seem like it's it, a fairy it was, tale it, ending. It was a happy like, ending, though. At, is at, it to a certain extent? I mean, no, none of the main characters died. Yeah, but he went back to he ended up going back to a storage unit. But someone did die. Someone <laughs> did die. Well, yeah, the dude got popped. Yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 was a big moment too. Another moment was a police brutality serial uh, commercial. Um, what what was another moment? It was a couple. Wait, that he the the, the serial commercial. With oh, the, uh, oh, with oh the no. Fox. no! I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, the, when the police beat up the the coyotes, yes, you know, and, and like, like yeah, and the little kids like, can it's you get a, off of him? He's like, we are going to the ground. <laughs> he's like, sir, we are going to the ground. <laughs> yeah, the officer, you, you don't have to do that. You can get look. It's just cereal, and dude was like, it's just cereal. <laughs> don't relax. These are for kids. Yeah, and they're like, you know your fast selfie. Dog, that was <laughs> that was another yeah. shot, and people probably yeah, missed yeah. that. But that was fun. Yeah, that was on that band episode too. Yeah. Right, right. That was a good one, man. Even the beginning, remember season uh, episode one when they got locked up. I think it was second. No, that was his, oh that when that, the, was, they were, that was funny, man. We, we, uh, the dude that was talking, he's like, it was a big one. It was a big one though. It was a big one. He said he's like, man, I wish I would never talk to him, man. And the dude in front of him was like, yo, man, my bad. Like the whole time he's talking, the guy he said he got him in trouble was sitting right in front of him. And right. he was like, man, my bad, man. <laughs> and that dude was just like, he was like, man, it won't even, my bad. And he's like, now nah, he apologizing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was like, like, it was like, we, we know all of The way he was talking was straight, yeah, that's straight. In Atlanta, yes. I met every single one of those people in the prison. <laughs> I knew like, so it was just like, you know, it was, it, it was a show that that touched close to me, and yeah. oh no, it, it was just really funny. Like they they threw a curveball every single week. Every like, single like week. you couldn't really predict what was going to happen. That was so week. great about it. You can't yeah. act like you just knew he was going to do this. Because well, well, maybe the club episode you knew what was going to happen. Maybe okay, yeah. but hey, look, the club episode. I <laughs> that's so that's so Atlanta. Right. Yeah, the club bit was so Atlanta. Right. You could probably see that coming from a mile away. Everything else you couldn't see, exactly. but the club bit. Pure D Atlanta. <laughs> right, right. I didn't see Darius dancing like that in the club episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah when he got yeah. up and danced, I was, <laughs> no, I, I was like, wait, why did? <laughs> 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 I'm like, why did he just do that? Yeah, I, I was, I was. He started uh, hitting them folks or whatever he was doing. Yeah, he shimmy. Was, like uh, so on on set, like we we was playing. Oh, just like, the inside school. They, they, they played. They were playing Jumpman, mm-hmm. and then like so, but but he was dancing so I beat. I was like, yo. 
Okay, all right. So he must know the song that they're gonna play for the actual yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. And it still looked kind of off on like <laughs> when it aired. I was like, yo, <laughs> I can't see him doing that. He's yo, he stole the. I think every episode he was the main one who stole the show. Right. And Childish did a good job of not like overstepping his because he let everybody else have their own stories. Shine, yeah. yeah, he let he didn't mm-hmm. overshine and he kept his every episode he really kept his lines to a minimum. Right, like. And let everybody else do their own thing, and I think it was great. Like to I think, see, I think, well, well uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was saying, uh, just Atlanta to get that, like that type of um, attention for like us being like, yeah, this is stories of black people here, but it's just like everybody else. Right. Like it's not loving hip hop. We talked about that before. It's not loving hip hop. Right. Some there's another show like called like Little Moms or whatever. I don't know. And there's like all these other black sh- yeah, like in Atlanta, it's like people just wilding out in there. There's no real story behind it. It's just yeah. people acting foolish. But it's like Atlanta, I, man, we've I, been the I don't know why people support those shows. I don't get it. Well well they finally canceled the whole cast of Love and Hip Hop. I heard they did that like like months ago. And then they have like the, the the reunion shows and stuff. That, those they, are terrible. They to just watch. fight some yeah. more. And it's right. like T Tig, you my dog. You know, Big Tigger. That, that's like oh, Big Tig. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but like he be hosting some of them shows too. The you gotta get a shows. paycheck. You gotta get a paycheck. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get a paycheck. But you know, that's that's just a yeah. game for our people, man. That's cornery. That's setting, right. setting us back fifteen years. It, it really is that that alone. But Atlanta is not, and I'm happy. I'm hoping the second season. Um, sophomore season is always kind of tough to. Cause now the expectations are really high. We didn't right. know what to expect coming right. into this, so everybody's like blown away. But now, and in real, real life, Paperboy went to Princeton. He did. So I, yeah, yeah. Something I thought about just now. He went to Yale. He went to Yale. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Yale. Earn went to Princeton. Earn went to Princeton. Out. Apparently. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I his didn't... whole story. He's supposed to be like a dropout. That's why I well, think his did, parents did, are disappointed did they say in that? him. Did they say that? I think it's in like they his not. Uh, it might have been his his girl that he talked to, but he like hinted at it. In episode like two or three, that's crazy. And so, so he he got a girl pregnant and still went to Princeton and then dropped out. That's the story. Came back. Well, maybe while he was in, I mean, it could have been happening even when he was in college. It didn't matter. You know, yeah. it's just like that whole story of, and we've all seen that happen. Right, we know people right. who got can't came back during winter break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they did like, oh, I just had to go away for a little bit. It's like, yo, yeah. what'd you do? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Wow, my mind is really blown. No, nah, that's a great. Yeah, but him in nineteen though. That that. That's, that's kind of ruining it to me though. Nah, but that I mean overall nine out of ten. I'm gonna give it for the season. I I hope, I hope it gets all the awards it deserves. It finally showed that as far as like being subtle black subtle humor is like we can do that too. We don't always have to be Tyler Perry wilding out and like over the top is your mama you biscuits in the gravy <laughs> like all that bull like, you know what I mean you mean like the, like the Medea stuff yeah like oh that Halloween God. stuff she had come out like we don't have to be that to be funny we can just do whatever we want like it doesn't matter that's what he showed like black people can we can just be funny in any kind of way we don't yeah. have to be over the top to be funny man right. and I, we don't have to be stereotypical to be funny to be right, funny right. yeah it's just like be yourself I'm yeah. so I'm so like uh Dude, this they they worked really hard on that junk because like mm-hmm. I was just there for a day mm-hmm. and we were there from nine a.m. to twelve thirty a.m. so Jesus fifteen and a Christ. half hours and my god this dude this dude is like he he was writing scripts for other episodes during in between takes Donald Glover yeah wow and so that's a yeah he seems like. And he he's so low key about everything he does, and it's not he never does anything yeah, for like he's such a workhorse. Man. Yeah, it's like he just works, dude. He, he lets the art speak for itself, and it did. Well, which a lot of artists need to do. I think a lot of other artists need to. He do. does no social media. Yeah, no like, nothing. Well, I mean, me you saw me stop tweeting after the whole uh, Drake thing. <laughs> well, that, he, he had yeah. no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. He, but, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. I was kind of surprised when I saw it. I was like, yeah, Instagram. He deleted his Instagram. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, he had no choice. But um. Let's wrap it up, man. Episode 14 is in the books. Uh, went over uh, Ben Simmons' comments, Cam Newton, Atlanta, obviously, Luke Cage, and all the black superheroes. Little Wayne's comments. Um, go around the room real quick. EricYaboa.com. Uh, Fire is a Twitter. Uh, we will be having more guests coming on. We've got Casey Sager. She'll be coming on soon. Um, we'll also have Mike Seatown from Dead End Hip Hop. He'll be coming up. And then we have GLC Ism from Chicago, rapper from Chicago. I He's collaborated with Kanye. There you go. And I ain't made. We can't say that last part, but we good. <laughs> I ain't made. So we got all these people coming in. We're going to have more interviews. Um, 
I got some other ones in the works. I ain't gonna say nothing yet because I don't want to jinx us. But yeah, we doing that. At least doing that thing, man. Rashad, what's up? We gonna have Kobe Bryant on the show next. Yeah, time. <laughs> we already know what it is. Yeah. All right, but, um, Jesus said he'll call in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said he'll call in. Jesus like, yeah, I got you. Hey, all right. Rashad Miller, you're not come, man. Hey, ladies, you already know. ChristianMingle.com. Hit me up. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, Yo, look out. ChristianMingle.com, hey. you serious? Man. It's like uh, barely a step above Black Planet. My, my uh, username is lo- love for the number four, Jesus. <laughs> and you spell Jesus, G, I mean, J-E-Z-U-S. Oh, you put this? <laughs> it's a savage Jesus. What up, King? I don't know how I can top that. I'm just going to go Akeem Balaam at, at, at Twitter, at the gram. Check it out as always. Yeah, A-League episode 14. We're going to head out on these ATLians like Atlanta. Peace. <laughs>